Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Come Follow Me Today, a brief message to help us experience an additional spiritual moment in our otherwise complicated lives. My name is Caleb Sanford, and thank you for joining me as we accept Christ's invitation to follow him today. Well, we are starting a new month here at the podcast. We went live on January 1st and have published 47 episodes so far this year. There's been over 6,000 downloads since the beginning, and I think about 100 to 150 of you who are core listeners who listen to most of the episodes. For those of you who have been with me since the beginning, thank you. I hope you continue to find value in this show. If you have feedback on what you like best about this podcast, please either write a review on Apple Podcasts or send me an email to comefollowmetoday at outlook.com so I can continue to improve the show for you. For those of you who may be new to the show, we loosely track the Come Follow Me study curriculum of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, working our way through the Book of Mormon, another testament of Jesus Christ. As we move into a new month, I have a challenge for each of you. As you're listening to each episode, hopefully it's enabling you to have an additional spiritual moment in your life. That's the purpose of the podcast. But it probably could help someone else have an additional spiritual moment in their lives also. They just haven't found the show yet. So my challenge for you is that after each episode you listen to, you think about who you know that could benefit from the message of that day and click the share button on your phone and send the episode to one person. Okay. Well, we just spent the last four episodes hearing from King Benjamin in the Book of Mosiah. I love those chapters and could listen to King Benjamin all day long. Well, he's dead now. I'm sorry. We have to move on to the reign of Mosiah now, King Benjamin's son. So in chapter 7 of the Book of Mosiah, a man named Ammon took some people from the land of Zarahemla to go back to the land of Nephi to see if they can find the descendants of a group of people who had previously left Zarahemla some years earlier. Since the Book of Mormon timeline starts getting a little fuzzy here, let me refresh our memories of where we're at right now. Previously, another guy named Mosiah had led a band of faithful followers of God out of the land of Nephi because the Nephites were becoming wicked. He found the land of Zarahemla and joined forces with the people who were already living there, who were also descended from people who had escaped out of Jerusalem about the same time as Lehi and Nephi. This new combined group took the name of Nephites upon themselves, and the wicked Nephites back in the land of Nephi, I think were sort of just absorbed into the Lamanite nation. So now we have Lamanites living in the land of Nephi, and the Nephites are living in the land of Zarahemla. A guy named Zenith, living in Zarahemla, and a descendant of Nephi, was frustrated at having lost the land of their inheritance, so he took a group of people from Zarahemla to go back to the land of Nephi and were never heard from again. So now fast forward a couple generations, and Ammon takes another group from Zarahemla back to the land of Nephi to try to figure out what happened to Zenith's crew. Okay, if you're as confused as I am, don't worry. I'm not sure the history is as important as the lessons we can learn from the stories. So Ammon gets back to the land of Nephi and stumbles into King Limhi, who happens to be the grandson of Zenith and the current leader of the descendants of Zenith's crew. It turns out Zenith had made a pretty bad bargain with the king of the Lamanites to inhabit a couple cities there in exchange for paying a crazy high tribute to the Lamanites of 50% of all their harvests, flocks, etc. So now King Limhi and his people are really tired of living as second-class citizens with the Lamanites and are overjoyed to meet Ammon and to hear about what's happening back in Zarahemla. 
Limhi explains to Ammon that his people are suffering because of their own iniquities, which we'll later learn are a result of having had a wicked king. And the Lord, because of their iniquities, has allowed the Lamanites to mistreat them. Quote, For behold, the Lord hath said, I will not succor my people in the day of their transgression, but I will hedge up their ways that they prosper not, and their doings shall be as a stumbling block before them. End quote. This is an interesting scripture. Previously, we've heard the Lord say in the Book of Mormon that, quote, Inasmuch as ye shall keep my commandments, ye shall prosper in the land. And inasmuch as ye will not keep my commandments, ye shall be cut off from my presence. End quote. Now King Limhi is quoting the Lord as saying that as we transgress the commandments of God, he will, quote, hedge up our ways that we prosper not. I think one interpretation of this could mean that God will actively cause our misfortunes if we misbehave. But that's not how I read this. In the dictionary, to hedge something means, quote, to confine so as to prevent freedom of movement or action, to obstruct with or as if with a barrier, end quote. Prevent freedom of movement, obstruct as if with a barrier. This is an interesting way to think about disobedience. When we go against the counsel of God, we lose some of our freedom of movement, our ability to make choices and determine our own actions. We're obstructed as if with a barrier. I've lived both kinds of lives. As a teenager and young adult, I definitely did not follow the counsel of God. And now, as a slightly older adult, I try to. I can feel the difference. I feel like I have more control over my life now. I'm able to make choices that enable my success, whereas before I was trapped by the poor decisions that I often made. So I don't think that God causes our misfortune if we are disobedient, but rather removes some of the freedoms we gain through obedience, which in turn inhibits our ability to prosper and be happy. But then Limhi says something that's really important for us to understand. Quote, But if ye will turn to the Lord with full purpose of heart, and put your trust in him, and serve him with all diligence of mind, if ye do this, he will, according to his own will and pleasure, deliver you out of bondage. End quote. We're all going through challenges in our lives, our own personal bondage, hurdles we're hoping to overcome, challenges with family, friends, jobs, illnesses. Limhi is teaching us here that if we turn 100% to the Lord, trust in him, serve him, do all that he asks us to do, the Lord will deliver us out of bondage, as he has countless times in the scriptures and in our own lives already. But, Limhi points out here, that it's going to be according to God's will and pleasure. Overcoming our challenges may not happen in our preferred timetable. It may not happen in the way we're hoping for. But if we trust in God, that he knows us and what's best for us, he'll determine the best time and manner to help us to overcome the challenges we face. The question for us is whether we have the patience to wait for God's intervention and the faith to trust that he knows what's best for us, even if it's not what we would have chosen for ourselves. You might remember a couple episodes ago, I mentioned that I had applied for a job at my company that I'd been working towards for a long time. Well, I did not get the job. The solution I had for my employment situation did not happen the way I had wanted. This happens all the time to us, right? Where something we want and have worked for doesn't work out the way we had intended. 
We can choose to get frustrated and blame God, or we can choose to have patience and trust that Heavenly Father knows better than we do what's best for our lives. And if we turn to the Lord with full purpose of heart and accept our Savior's invitation to follow him each day, he will guide us towards our own personal promised land. Thank you for listening today. Please don't forget to share this episode with someone you think might benefit, and I'll see you next time.